0: Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, superachievers! For this episode, I'm interviewing Shannon Hughes. Shannon is an experiential trainer that uses improv and play-based techniques to bolster collaboration, creative resourcefulness, and cross-team communication for small business founders and their teams. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Chris. I appreciate it.
0: Well, I love the topic of yes and mindset. But -hmm. before we jump into it, can you share a little bit about your background
1: with our listeners? Sure. Sure. So most of my background is actually in corporate. Um, I was in corporate for a long time in marketing specifically. Uh, I worked for a number of years in a recruitment advertising agency, which is sort of a niche. We were a global organization, um, but it was much more B2B facilitating, um, Strategies and um, all sorts of you know branding activity and marketing efforts in support of HR and marketing folks, so that they could promote themselves as employers of choice. Um, which is kind of different than than yeah. you know, a regular, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I did that for a number of years, and um, and it was great. It was great. It kind of checked all the boxes as far as being kind of a somebody who loves to perform and, and be with people and, and nurture um, relationships and, and build business that way. Um, and then and then it didn't work anymore. Um, I was I have I have two kids. They were small. I was working you know sixty hour work weeks or whatnot. And um, my employer at the time uh, thankfully offered me a part time gig so that I didn't have to leave the organization altogether. And Chris, I know we're just getting to know each other, but for those who do know me, this is funny because I ended up going from VP of client strategy to financial operations manager, which, <laughs> which is just not my jam at
0: yeah.
1: all. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did I did that for a while and it and it was good until it wasn't good and and um it wasn't working for me anymore. I left my organiz- I left that company um a few years ago. Um, and at the same time I went back to taking improv classes um at Bats Improv here in San Francisco, Bay Area Theater Sports, uh, which I had done a number of years before. I've always performed. I love being on stage and and writing and producing shows and I immediately saw the connection between what we were learning on stage in the theater to perform improv and business and life and how to engage as a human being. Um, And yes, and is one of those principles. Um, There are a number of others that go into how to kind of show up as an improviser and create something out of nothing. Uh, But yes, and is certainly the most prominent. So yeah, I kind of connected those dots and recognized thankfully very quickly that there's a whole global organization of people who do this work who take improv out of the out of the theater and into business into education into trauma informed therapy into education all over the map. And so it was really inspiring to know that this is a body of work that continues to grow and increasingly gain visibility, which I'm really, really honored to be a part of. I love it.
0: Now, before we get into defining the yes and mindset and strategies for, for having more of one, can you share with listeners what exactly yes and is?
1: Of course. So yes, and often um, a lot of people know it. It's, you know, when people think of improv, some a few things typically, not always, but typically come to mind. One is whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, improv. I know that. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> um, another thing that typically comes to mind is comedy, that improv and comedy naturally and always go together, that they're inextricably linked, which, um, isn't always necessarily true. Uh, and the third thing is, um, is that improv is not very structured, right? That because it's something that is made up two people get on a stage, they create a scene, everybody either laughs or cries or has their reaction. And that was it. In fact, improv is really highly refined, um, highly refined kind of, uh, Um, let me see, a highly refined system, I guess, a highly refined system of how to recognize offers, um, be in the present moment, and say yes and to one another so that you can co-create something together. Uh, Now, the thing about yes and is obviously when people think of the word yes, they think, well, yes means that you agree. Uh, And oftentimes it does. But in improv, when we think of yes and, we're actually saying the word yes is more about receiving. It's more about receiving and accepting. It doesn't always mean agree. And then the word and means progress. So yes, and is kind of to receive an offer, a suggestion, an idea, and then build on that so that the story, air quotes, story, um, can progress and move forward. Because if there's two people on a, on stage trying to do a scene and one person says, Hey mom, what's cooking for dinner? And the other person says, I'm not mom, I'm your aunt. <laughs> well, <laughs> that scene is done, right? Yes. You can't, you, you have to say yes and in order to see what else is going to, what's going to happen in the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you take that off off the stage into a collaborative meeting, um, an ideation session, a brainstorming, um, retreat. God, you could, you take it to the, to the dinner table, you take oh, yeah. it to relating to your children. So the opportunities are endless. Um, does that answer the question about yes. And yes. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Well played. Um,
0: so then uh, let's take the natural progression into what is a yes. And mindset.
1: Mm. So a yes and mindset um a yes and mindset to me is really all about curiosity uh open mindedness um willingness to shift and and change and stay agile uh yes and is also kind of about can be about holding our stories lightly because if we create something, Let, let's just think about a, a business environment. And I created a PowerPoint presentation and oh my goodness, Chris, this is the best PowerPoint presentation I've ever created. I mean, it's an, it has animations. <laughs> it has It's going to be well delivered. It's amazing. The client is going to love it. And then I get into the room and the client says, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already heard that part. Let's shift gears and talk about XYZ. Well, I, I can't sit here and say no, but I can't say, well, no, n- no, 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 I created this and it's important. I have to hold that story lightly and be in the moment to say, yeah, okay, I hear you. And I can either say, I can say a couple different things. I could say, I could say, yes, completely acknowledge that that's where we want to go. I do have to cover off on these foundational elements, though. Can you give me two minutes?
0: Nice.
1: Right? Or I can say, or I can just go with the flow and say, Got it. Let's move on. Either way, me saying no is, um, well, A, it's kind of, it doesn't really usually sit with a client, sit very well with a client relationship. But even if it's a soft no, um, it's not allowing there to be dialogue and back and forth reciprocity and relationship building and trust and rapport. Um, So, yeah, I would say long, long long-winded answer, sorry, is, you know, I would say that it's really about, curiosity, open-mindedness, and a willingness to kind of shift and be in the moment.
0: I love that. Perfect. Not, not long-winded. This is exactly what our listeners need to hear. (laughs) Great. Thank you. So now how can they develop this mindset?
1: Practice. Practice. Uh, Yeah. Because our natural tendency is to say, but... Yes, it, is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just is. It just is. And uh it's funny. I've kind of run in in um interviews similar to this one, I've, you know, run a, a yes and exercise to sort of demonstrate what this looks like. And more often than not, even though we're talking about yes and explicitly, the person that I play with says but. And it's just <laughs> because it's a gut, it's a gut reaction. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and the thing about, but, and this isn't always true, but sometimes the word, but nullifies everything you've just said. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? So even if I've said the most positive thing in the world, God, Chris, you know, um, what a, what, what a, what a beautiful presentation. I really loved all the slides and everything you did. And the client looked really thrilled, but you know what? Well guess what now your 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 brain is only like, focusing oh. on what comes after that word. Yeah. I like to right? use I love you but Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I could feel that in my body when you said uh-huh. it. I already my, my negative my 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 uh mindset, my voices in my head already went But, but, but
0: what but what? But it, what, but what? 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 Tell me. <laughs> what I do. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. yeah. It's a uh, it's, it really is a practice. And oftentimes it's a practice in listening. Uh, it's a practice in listening. Cause if we're present and we're practicing sort of what it feels like to as best we can be present, make eye contact, listen for the sake of listening, not for the sake of talking, right. Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> another default mode that most of us operate on. Um, And hey, I'm not perfect at this. I am, this is a life practice. Uh, But yeah, I mean, the the more present we are to one another and the more we practice intentional listening, uh, the better off we are in really utilizing the power of a yes and mindset. Because if we're listening to each other in a way that's open minded and curious, then oftentimes we are going to want to know more and lean in a little bit versus creating barriers to defend to defend ourselves and make sure we stay in our own lane. And then we can kind of go, okay. And the yes, and becomes a little bit easier to do because we're interested and we're engaged in a dialogue, not a diatribe. Um, and sometimes I wish we could have this conversation with political leaders and, <laughs> <laughs> and people who run our systems and make our policies, right? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a practice. It's yeah. a practice. And, you know, th- there's a lot of people that actually talk about improv and mindfulness almost as kind of a side by side or, you know, that, that, that the two are integrated. Um, I think there's, there's a gentleman named Kelly Leonard and I think he, he's the um, executive director of Second City in Chicago, which is a, like one of the original improv, um, theaters in America. And, uh, he has a great podcast, but anyway, he says, I want, I don't want to misquote him, uh, quote him, but I probably will botch it up a little bit, but he says that improv is mindfulness out loud. Ooh. Yeah. Which or loud, something like loud mindfulness, which is because improv is it's big. You got, you know, you're performing, you're probably using your body and your voice, but you're also happy. There's no way you can move a scene forward if you're not paying attention with your entire being. Yeah.
0: You have to be fully, fully, fully present.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit, the whole
0: nine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is why uh, listening is so important to Active listening.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Now for those that, I mean, I, I think, but is so ingrained, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. so ingrained in our culture. Is there, ways for people to identify when they're doing it cuz uh, oftentimes we realize we don't we don't even realize we're doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think, you know, first you have to know that that it's even a concept and mm-hmm. that you that it's that it's something to keep an eye on, right? Recognition is like the, you know, the step number 1. So having an awareness around the importance of this stuff is first and foremost. And so, which is why I mean, which is why I'm so passionate and many of the people that are my peers in this space are so passionate because we just need to keep spreading the word around this level of awareness yes and and the, and how powerful word choice can be um so that's kind of a number one is is awareness and you know you you have to start there i think um in practicing it i think it, it, because it goes so hand in hand with listening and with presence, I think it's also really attuning to how you are being received. Right? If you're if you're no budding, <laughs> I'm going <put, laughs> to make that into a verb. If you're no <laughs> if you're no budding your way around conversations, um, whether it's business or family or relationships, whatever, uh, you're bound to notice over a period of time that. Um, you know, what the impacts of that can be. Likely there's going to be, there might be some contentious behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might find that, you know, your, your body reacts in certain ways because you're getting, you're getting, you know, you're, 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 uh, digging your heels in much more strongly than you would otherwise. Um, arguments may pursue and, and seriously, and especially in a business environment, nothing happens. I mean, yeah. you're just going to be stalled in whatever it is you're trying to build or move forward, uh, because everyone's just sitting there, standing their own ground, and nobody's agreeing to to, to yes, and on one another for the sake of whatever the end game and the goal is. Um, so, I think awareness is number one, and and you know, honestly, to really put this into practice, if you're on a team and you go through, let's say, one of my trainings where we talk about this. Hold each other accountable, and I do this with some of my girlfriends. I'll say, uh, 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 uh you, know, you know, I heard it. Uh-huh. You said it." Um, and it's also worth noting, Chris, that you know the actual words "yes and." I mean, y- you can't always do that, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not always going to fit. Yeah, but there are so many other ways to say it. Whether it's with your body, you can say instead of "yes and," you can say "huh." <laughs> tell me more right yeah tell me more or huh let say, say more about that or can you repeat that or you know there there's a lot of different ways to say yes and without feeling like it's cuz it be, it could become a little bit trite like oh here we yeah. go with this exercise <laughs> But it's the feeling that it brings forward, and it's knowing what the value and the um, the impact of it is, and then finding ways around what your own language is, so that it, you're saying the same thing, but you may not be using the exact same language. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like and I like it because I mean, you could say, yeah, "I hear what you're saying," and I mm-hmm. would like us to consider this, right? So it, it, that's saying, "Yeah, I great idea," but right, or or, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I like how you also mentioned, so awareness is important. So even if someone doesn't believe they're doing it or not, I also like your suggestion of practice it, right? So you can even just, for this next conversation, I'm going to focus on yes and, whether Mm -hmm. or not you believe you, you, but people
1: will call it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Try, try it out. Bring it into your, um, Bring it into your meeting or your conversation with friends that maybe you're planning a party, right? Um, whatever it is, yeah. maybe, maybe there's an opportunity where there's a group of people that you're a part of. You're coming together to make a decision. And yeah, bring that into the conversation. Just say, you guys, I just I just learned about this thing. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Yes And. This is what it means. Uh, we have a lot to cover today. Let's, let's try it out. Let's just see what it feels like. And let's just kind of playfully call each other out a little bit and, um, and make this kind of see what, see what happens and, you know, use it as an, as an experiment. And even if the whole, I mean, it's not going to flop first of all, but if it, even if the whole thing doesn't feel right or whatever, just the fact that you've introduced something and the rest of the team said, huh all right, they yes ended you, yes. like you're, you're already on the right path,
0: you know? You know and that also helps build accountability because I, I think this help, works at home too, right? So I taught it to yeah. my, my husband and my daughter, my son, and he's, he, he's still working on that area, but, but I taught it to him. So now anytime I say but, they're like, hey, you said it. So it's just, yes. You're just teaching someone else that I think
1: it helps bring a level of accountability too. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Nice. An, another uh, concept that we talk about in improv is the idea of offers. Mm-hmm. And offers are in the context of improv, an offer is um an endowment of some sort. So it might be a character endowment, it might be an environmental endowment or um a relational endowment, meaning if, if I'm on stage and you come on stage, I may say, you know, like my previous example, Hey, mom, what's for dinner? Well, I've just given you an offer. My offer is that you are now mom, we are very likely at home and you're cooking dinner. Well, wow, we've got three things happening now that we can work with. And so yes, anding that offer takes us through the story. Yeah. Um, And offers are everywhere. I talk about this a lot in my workshops and my trainings is Offers are everywhere. They are they are um, on the 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 facial expression of the gentleman bagging your groceries at the store. Mm-hmm. They are the way your teen or my I can't. I don't know how old your kids are. How old are your kids? I have a thir- I have a thirteen year old. Oh, my twenty five and twenty six. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but you've been you've been here, and maybe you still yes. are at times. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, um, an offer might be, you know, um, and oftentimes it is with my son is you know, crossed arms gazing out the car window, you know, like, yes. Hmm. <laughs> and, and sometimes you lean in with curiosity and sometimes you know not to, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there are boundaries for sure. Um, but yeah, this idea, this idea of offers, and, 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 you know, I know we're going to talk later about something that the listeners can take away and I don't want to, I don't want to, um, do a spoiler alert don't here, but offer I offer it yet. With- no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, is the idea of recognizing offers yeah. because, because even, even just recognize if you make that your homework for a day or a week, I guarantee that you, that presence will come. Listening will come. Reading body or language will come, um, yes, and will come because it it has to. I mean, mm-hmm. if you are walking around for a day and saying, "I'm just going to see the offers," and the guy bragging your groceries, you know, is you know looks looks upset or you know his g- his gaze is gazes downward and he's you know just looks glum. Well, maybe that's an opportunity to ask him how he is or to tell him that he's got a great, you know, that you would like what he's wearing or to really make sure you make eye contact when you thank him for his work. Yeah. Um, you know, anyway, it, it, those two things kind of play in together. And if you make that your homework, in addition to the yes and in conversations and teamwork and stuff. Uh, it, it, it it can, it's kind of it's magic making when it comes to being a human, you know, which yeah. is what we need now. We need a lot of
0: humanity these days. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. It just makes you a better human being. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, can you share a little bit about your products and services with our listeners?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, my practice is Enlivened Studios um, and I do a couple different things. Uh, I support teams in um, team building workshops for, I I don't want to, for lack of a better term, but it's an easy to understand, kind of wrap your head around what they are. They're they're team building trainings and workshops where uh, I support teams to really collaborate more effectively, communicate uh, with impact and transparency and build trust with one another. Uh, I also talk about helping teams kind of cross one another's silo so that they can, you know, basically build together and work together more seamlessly. So I do that in a team building formats and businesses. Um, small small to medium-sized businesses. Um, I also coach entrepreneurs and um, high performers in communication training, um, how to read a room, how to show up energized and ask questions and pause and do all those things that can make you an effective leader when you are kind of in an environment where you need to show up as your full self. Uh, yeah. And then sometimes I do drop-in sessions that are much more fun and playful. I haven't done them in a little bit, but they'll probably get back on track as we move closer to the springtime. And hopefully, hopefully out of this, uh, crazy Omicron situation that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so team building, primarily team building in, um, in workshops. I also do large scale kind of sales kickoff, like half day sessions to get a team on the same page and excited and ready to go so that they can really see the success that they need to, if they have like a two or three day meeting on offsite.
0: Oh, great way to give them energy too, to make it through that.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. And it's a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and yeah. we'll make sure in live is in the show notes. Amazing. Thank you so much. Sure. Okay. So your final piece of advice, or shall I say your final offer
1: for our folks? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it it kind of is that one. It It is about, um, actually, well, it, it is about seeing offers and being open to offers. I, I guess that would be one. And another one is, and, and I don't mean to say this flippantly. I'm saying this earnestly, and knowing that we are all going through things right now, and recognizing that. Uh, but the advice would be to find the joy. Uh, joy can be elusive in times like these, when we've got you know things happening at a at a global scale, and and all these you know day to day situations that we're going through as human beings in the world, but. There, there are joyful moments and sometimes they're hiding in the cracks and crevices. Uh, and sometimes it's not very easy to see them, but they're there. And so, and if you're having a hard time finding those joyful moments, um, lean into the relationships that you have with other people, because there's bound to be joy there too. And, um, and just uh, recognize that if you can find those little gems of joy, the aliveness will come. Oh,
0: Those are great parting words. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more about Shannon, visit her website at enlivenedstudios.com. Have you ever been trapped by aliens in a military bunker, locked in a coffin, or had to save humanity from an outbreak of the zombie virus? The Escape Leads have. Learn about how to have fun while developing yourself at escapeleads.com. That's escape, L-E-T-E-S dot